All right, welcome to another episode of the Recovery Edge podcast. My name is Alfredo, and I'm an alcoholic. And today I am joined by our friend Keith. Hi. And my wife. And I'm Kayla, and I'm an alcoholic. All right, welcome to you both. Um, Keith, you're returning. Uh, you have you ha- you've shared your story on the podcast. Um, I don't remember what episode number it is, but I'm gonna put it in the show notes. But welcome back. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for making the drive. It's crazy out there. It's wet. It's snowy. It's Colorado. Yeah, we gotta love it here. Yeah, it's all four seasons. No kidding. It's been all four seasons like this week. It feels like a little. I mean, maybe not summer, but almost spring. It was. It was almost 70, but bad weather is my favorite weather. And I didn't get a chance to go golfing. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So today, this episode, I kind of wanted to talk about what you've been doing um, back to basics. Keith, I I think you're always like in uh, the midst of a back to basics session, it feels like. Um, I know since I've known you, you've kind of been in control of a few. And I thought it would be cool to kind of talk about Back to Basics. Um, I see the yellow book over there called Back to Basics. You know, you've uh, maybe you want to give us a brief introduction to it and, you know, what, what, who it's for and really what it really benefits. And Sure, sure. I, I think I can, I can get through that. You know, if you look at the front of the book, if you have one of these books, Back to Basics by Wally P., um, you know, it says, here are the steps we took in a four one-hour sessions. But if you, well, I'll give you a little history of how I got into this is yeah. um, I saw it online and I started reading about these seminars that they were putting on for these. Uh, and they were taking people through in a, in a weekend. Like they, they do four one-hour sessions at a church or something. And uh, they take people through the 12 steps. And uh, so I bought the I bought the seminar book that goes with the with the basic books. So you can get like ten books, and you can get a leader seminar folder that has all the all basically has the book in it, and it also has um, suggestions on how to run the meeting. And uh, so I bought that, and I read through it, and I started I started reading through it with one of the guys that. Um, I was just helping stay sober who had four or five years and uh, his name is Al and he he was staying at my place uh, while I was working here in Colorado. He came up from Texas and was working, was working here and and, uh, I met him in a meeting and he needed a place to stay. So I invited him to, you know, our house and he was living with us for a while and, and for about actually for about nine months. So, and him and I were going through, the, the Back to Basics book together and just reading it and highlighting things in it that we liked. And, and uh, it was pretty cool. And so I thought, well, you know, maybe we can put on a session. And so we, we tried to put a session on at one of the churches, local churches in, uh, in Fire Frederick area. And uh, we got it started and then COVID hit. And so nothing happened. It, we got through the first week, I think, and then we got to the next week, and then COVID hit, and and it just was a bust. So we didn't get to do anything with it, actually. And, but the basic, the premise was we could take people through the 12 steps, you know, in, in four weeks. 
And that's really what we wanted to do. We wanted people to get through the 12 steps so they understood when they're sitting there in a meeting what we're talking about. Because we'll read something out of the big book and they won't quite understand how it relates to their life. And so that's, that's why we really started doing it. We wanted people to get through the steps and to understand that um, uh, the reason why we're taking the steps and what they mean and, uh, you know, and how they can change somebody's life. So that was the start. Now, if you look through the front of the book, it talks about that they did these seminars, um, and they were just back-to-basic seminars where they started. And they started in 1997 doing these seminars, and the book grew out of that seminar. Wally P. kind of explains it in the front of the book a little bit, and then he explains how the beginners' <laughs> meetings are started and how from just from newcomers learning how it works. And uh, I think more than anything else, that was that's why we want to take people through it. We want to get people through the 12 steps. You know, and it's an easy way to go through the 12 steps with somebody that's already been through, you know, AA, who has time, or through somebody that actually relapsed. Now, if you, if you have people that relapsed, the first thing they do is they say, oh, well, yeah, I was in AA for like three years, and then I drank again, and, and well, what was missing? Now, something was missing in there. Either they got through the 12 steps and they didn't do anything in AA, or they didn't get through all 12 steps. So something was missing when they went through the 12 steps. And so the best thing to do if you take somebody that's relapsed, had a sponsor, you know, been there, done that type of attitude, and they've come back just beat, just beat up. Because you have people that are like that. They come back and go, well, I know what happened. I set myself up and I drank. Well, what, what was missing? I don't know. I don't know what was missing. So you said that... Um, the- that you started with COVID, um, that you or right before COVID, you started a seminar and then COVID hit, and then you had to quit. Which, actually, um, Alfredo and I, we weren't together back then, but we were both at that beginning when you started that seminar, and I got uh, sober in December, uh, right before you had started it. So I was very excited for the reason that you're talking about that okay, I can go through the steps, you know, quickly so that when I'm in the meeting or whatever, I can understand what they're talking about, especially things like the fourth step or the fifth step or um, the amends. Like, you get the general idea, but you don't really know what they're talking about until you're in there writing, doing the work. But um, what I was thinking, my question is, since then, how many of these seminars have you put on, and how big is the group size about? <clears throat> well, what, what kind of happened out of that was when uh, after COVID, and I had somebody, a new person, well, a returnee, let's say, came, came back into AA, and uh, I was getting ready to go up to Montana, because I like to spend the summers up in Montana, and this is in March, two years ago. And uh, he said, you know, I need some help. And I said, well, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll help you. And I'll be your sponsor. But we got to go through back to basics in the next five weeks before I leave. Because I want you to go through the steps. You know, and so him and I sat down and we went through the book together 
again, and and uh, and he's been sober ever since. He's got he's going over two two year, a little over two and a half years now. And so from that sprang out of we we started doing me and him together started doing it with a group of five or six people. And so um, about six months after the, after that, when I got back from Montana, we started up another one and we had three or four new people in it. Uh, and so there was, and then we had some, you know, some guys that were sober that joined in with us. So we had about eight or nine people in that, in that weekly. And we were doing weekly. And we do a five week, because if you read the book, the first part of the book just explains about, you know, how AA started and what they were actually doing with new people, which is something that I think, you know, that we need to do, started to do again. And that's really the inspiration from this book came from the fact that we needed to take new people through the steps and we weren't doing it. And the big book says, take them through as quickly as possible. And the thing about the Back to Basics books is it references the big book, what page you need to look at to read exactly what it says. You know, and, and it, it references pages and it also references a lot of the uh, uh, pamphlets that were created in the early days in the, in the 30s when AA first started out. So from that time, we've, we've actually done about four sessions now where we've taken either a couple people through. Right now, the session that we're doing um, up in Johnstown, um, we're on our last Sunday, which is tomorrow, and we're going to finish up with uh, 10, 11, and 12 from the Back to Basics book. And so the people in there have actually taken the steps again. So uh, it's a five-week session we put through, and then when everybody gets done, um, the, the thing about Back to Basics is if you read the first part, it talks about the beginning of AA. It talks about how they took the beginners and they put them in classes, and they wouldn't let them attend the first real AA meeting until they'd been through these classes, hmm. which basically yeah. the basics, right? The yeah, real basics. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Yeah, so, um, so what I did was I went out to a printer and I printed out our card from our group uh, from Tritown Thirst Quenchers, mm -hmm. and it says on the back of the card, it says this person has completed the 12 steps and is a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I give everybody a card mm -hmm. when we complete the back to basics uh, sessions. I still have my card. <laughs> so I went back and did back to basics with you mm, maybe six months or 10 months ago. About a year ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably about a it year ago. It was snowing. It, yep, <laughs> true story. Um, and I was often the only girl and to sit at this table and it's all these, um, you know, such a variety of ages or um, people, like it says, people that wouldn't normally mix. And then to share, you know, the stories of the steps. And I've been through the steps, I think four times. Um, so, but each time that I do it, it's like a different, uh, layer of an onion being peeled off and I can get more honest or I can uh, get deeper in like finding my part and it just always amazes me how being the only girl had nothing to do with any any of it you know I found myself uh, 
in the stories that they would share amongst each other, just right there doing similar things, you know? And so it was just a really cool experience um, to be able to do the steps so quickly and with like a group, because also sometimes when you're with your sponsor, it's just like you and your sponsor. And I don't, I'm just writing about like my, you know, my shit, the, my own bullshit that I created. And uh, it can feel like a lot of me, me, me. And I go back to that victimhood where in the group we were all together and to see how this person could own up to this mistake or how this person worked through it. I, it allowed a like a platform for me to get more honest and more deeper, more serious about my step work, you know? True, true, true. Yeah. I have a question. Um, I think a lot of people are going to wonder, is this back to basics book? It's like a workbook, but is it like AA approved, you know? Yeah, if you read it, if you read the front of the book, it actually talks about uh, things that were changed in the back to basic book because uh, when Wally P uh, took it to the international group, um, they suggested they take certain things out of here, like it's a class or it's a, uh, and it talks about it in the in the prefix to the book. Mm -hmm. You know, the suggestions that they remove certain words like classes or instructors, yeah. you know, and uh, so, and they did to make it uh, approved by AA. So I don't think it's on their approved literature list, but if you go to the website, and you read what's on the website for Wally P, uh, you'll see that uh, it was blessed kind of by Bill W. I feel like it lends itself to a lot of people who might relapse and need to come back and just need like some more, a different method of instruction or something, you know? I don't think it's so much for the relapse. I think it's more for just somebody who's been in a while too. That makes sense too, yeah. Just somebody who's been, been there a while. Yeah. Right, because how many times... Well, okay, so let's say you're in recovery and you've been in recovery a couple years maybe or maybe just a year and a half. And then how far did you get through the 12 steps with your sponsor? Or do you have a sponsor? Or do you believe in God? Or there's, there's certain things, you know, that you, have to, that you have to look at. You know, when I sobered up, there was no back to basics, obviously, because I sobered up in 1981. Uh, but they had 12 by 12 uh, meetings and we all went to the 12 by 12 meetings and which uh, went through each step right mm -hmm. so they have a chapter for each step and well I'm going to a step one meeting or I'm going to a step eight meeting or something right or they'd have they'd have meetings that had a regular meeting and they had a step meeting at the same time so they would split the meeting up and anybody who wanted to read the big book stayed in the general meeting and then the other meeting was oh we're on step eight or we're doing step six tonight, you know, and somebody would lead us through and we would read the 12, 12 through the 12 by 12. And they don't, they got away from, you know, this real basic steps of taking somebody through the 12 steps as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, I know that like in the past, it's always been kind of a challenge to be in a small town, Frederick, you know, and then try to have these meetings that are like just step one meetings or just something to help newcomers kind of like 
catch up? Well, they they don't. I don't think a lot of people like with step two, right? You sit down and uh, okay, we're going to talk about step two tonight, or somebody reads something from the big book that pertains to to God. Okay, so you had a newcomer in there, and they're like, uh, well, I don't know, you know. Okay, well, that's as far as it gets. They don't know. Because we never talk about in the meetings, you know, how we transition that step in our, in our sobriety. We talk about our current relationship with God and how we're doing. We don't talk about, I struggled to get there, or um, I, I was trying to figure all that out for like a few months on my own. Or, you know, if my sponsor really never said anything, he just said, believe in something, and that was it. Mm -hmm. And for somebody like you, who's been in AA for a while, you know, as you had said earlier, this, at going through this is really, it feels beneficial for anybody who's been in AA for a while. How does it, how do, how do you feel about it? Like when you've been through this a few times now, this workbook, what are you getting out of it? So if you, if you look, there's a, there's a test in the book and it talks about, you know, when you, uh, there's a test for self-will and there's a test for God's will. Okay, so do you know where that is in the big book? No. Exactly. You don't know where it's at, it could, but it says right here on page 86, uh, paragraph one, line one through nine. If you look there, it talks about a test for self-will, resentment, selfishness, dishonesty, and you're afraid or fear. Test for God's will is purity, unselfishness, honesty, and love. So let's say you're doing a meditation, you write something down. Does it go through the litmus test? And that's the test right there, right? It talks about it in the big book, and it references the page. And so it gives somebody answers. You know, go back to the big book, read it. Right? And I think that's the biggest thing that I, that I get out of this. It's always referencing the big book, and it's referencing paragraphs in the big book so that you can go back and you can read it and say, yeah, it's in the book, you know? Well, everybody, you hear these people all say, yeah, how to live your life is, is in the big book. But they don't tell you where it's at. And I think that's what, that's what this book does. You go through this book, you highlight it, go, you know, is it my will or God's will that this is going to happen? How often, um, I mean, do you just, is this something that you try and do once a year? Well, right now, well, well the word spread a little bit that mm -hmm. we were doing these yeah. through, the, through the community, which is, you know, basically Weld County. Um, so that's why it's kind of spread north from into Johnstown mm -hmm. and Bertha area and, and, uh, and then I know some people up in Greeley, they're talking about they want to do it. I was going to ask, do you know anybody else around the area that's working through Back to Basics or in the state? No, no, not really. Hmm. It's mostly just in our area, in our groups, you know, around the Tritown area. And, but, you know, there's people that in, in uh, Longmont, some of the groups know that we're doing it and because they've they've come to the to some of the meetings and heard that we were doing it. Somebody yeah. said something there. And so that's why the Johnstown groups, there was a couple groups 
you know, it kind of said, okay, we need to do this. We've got a few people we need to take through it. And that's why that's this one we're recently in right now. Mm -hmm. That's why we're doing that one. It's pretty cool because um, four weeks or five-ish to get through the 12 steps, I think like, I feel like it's a really good start for, or it, if it's not a good start, it's really energizing for anybody in recovery. Um, and then you can go back later with your sponsor and, you know, go through all the steps and I don't know, maybe take your time or get anything that you missed. You know, that's kind of how. Well, sick. We, we did this six months ago and we had four people that we took through it and they were, they were there with their sponsors. Uh, one of them, I was sponsoring one of the guys <clears throat> and he's still in the program. And, um, when he first came in, he didn't know what to say in a lot of the meetings. And then as we went through the steps, he kind of grew into the meetings a little more too, because yeah. now he had a reference, right? And he could talk about what he's experiencing on being in the steps and applying them to his life. I know that the couple times that I went to the back to basics sessions that you were having, there's always like a new face there. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool. Like there's always a new face around, but having a workbook or something kind of gives somebody, uh, I don't know if it's clarity or a little focus, you know, like I didn't have anything like that at first. I'm because I really wasn't great at working with a sponsor or anybody, you know, <laughs> I was just kind of like, Oh, I'll just come to the meeting and maybe I'll catch on. I don't hold, know. Hold your breath. Yeah, hold my breath and catch on. And, you know, that didn't work for me. So, um, yeah, but, but you, I had to push you a lot. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you did push me a lot until I finally started listening. You know, then things started clicking, <laughs> you know. But I would, I would come in, I would just sit there and be like, I don't know. I'm not going to say much. And don't ask me to do any service work. Are you crazy? <laughs> so... I was there. I was there a while. You know, I was one of these guys that was there a while and could have benefited actually from grabbing that book and going through it, um, because I had, had the attitude that I've been here a while. You know, and it's not working. I've relapsed and whatever. Um, so, but a lot of that it just has to do with my own. Uh, you know, you get in what or you you kind of get in what you put in, and I wasn't putting much in there. I don't know. Well, see that, and if you if you commit to get through all these. You know, we do five weeks because the we read the intro and the book and everything in the front before we actually get into the first step. Um, if you're committed to do that and you show up for five weeks, you're probably going to stay sober. I can't tell you how long you're going to stay sober, but you're going to stay sober long enough to know what's right and what's wrong in your life. You know, and I think that's the, the basic premise of going through these steps is it's not just to keep you sober. It's to change your life, you know, and I, I think that's the biggest deal that you get out of these, you know. We have the, the group that we have now. We have a gentleman in there that uh, came around to, if you believe in God, you know, and he's like, well, I'm not sure. Next person, you know, because we're actually taking the steps through it. And then we got to the end of the session. He, he says, I have to apologize. Uh, yeah, I believe God. I believe there's there's something there's a higher power, you know, and, and he was like, and he came to the next week, following the next week, right? So mm -hmm. he's still showing up, he's still going through the steps, you know. But 
if you guys know an atheist that goes to meetings, right? I know one, and he's been sober for 20 years, you know, and, and uh, which is quite an accomplishment. So obviously yep. you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be a Christian or, you know, a Methodist or whatever to believe that you're going to stay sober. And it doesn't say that in the big book. It says that we want you to try. Right. Right. So I found um, a little passage that I could read so that our listeners could kind of get a feel for how the book is written. Um, so I'm on page 64 um, at the top of the page, and it says, This is our goal, to overcome the spiritual malady that has separated us from God of our understanding and doomed us, until now, to the living hell of alcoholism. How do we overcome this malady? The big book authors tell us we need to experience a spiritual awakening, which Dr. Silkworth defines as a psychic change. Dr. Silkworth describes the effect of this change on the alcoholic in the first paragraph on Roman numeral page 29, which is XXIX. There he states, and then it it quotes the big book, uh, so real quick. (laughs) On the other hand, and strange as this may seem to those who do not understand, once a psychic change has occurred, the very person who seemed doomed who had so many problems he despaired of ever solving them, suddenly finds himself easy, easily able to control his desire for alcohol. The only effect necessary, the, excuse me, the only effort necessary being that required to follow a few simple rules. And then again, in, it has it in parentheses like AA page XXIX, Paragraph one, lines one through seven. And so I think, um, you know, when I, well, I've obviously taken this program, but when I just read that kind of stuff, it makes me think about how a, it can be kind of wordy and use words that we don't really use now. And, um, you know, they reference events and stuff like the, if people born the past few decades or whatever just don't understand, we just they're they're not as relevant. But the way that this book is written is how we talk now, and I found it easier to follow along. And then it would still go back and, like you were saying, reference the book. And so sometimes there was when you are taking us through it, there is things that um, I would read. And it would reference a big book. And I was like, oh, is that what I was supposed to get out of that passage? Yeah. <laughs> it was just, you know, I didn't understand the reference or I didn't, yeah, I didn't know yeah. what they were talking about. Um, so that was the other kind of neat thing. Like, I just wanted to read so that you yeah, could just see. just points out there's a few simple things that you need to do. Right. Right. And I think a lot of it, a lot of us don't read the big book like that. We go to a big book study, you know, okay, we're on page 82 now, and we're going to go through so many pages tonight. Right. You know, and, and there's, you go like once a week, like there's one on Wednesday night that a couple of guys in the group put on, 
and uh, in their house, and they invite invite everybody to go, you know, and, and or they read a whole chapter, you know, like uh, the family or ones that we don't usually read, you know, yeah. and, or if you sit down with your sponsee, like I do, uh, he's, he says, well, I have trouble here or that with the family. I said, well, let's sit down and read it. Let's see what the big book has to say. You know, so that's what I do is I sit down with my sponsee and we go over it, you know, or I, or I've already read it and I reference something that will get him to read the book. Right. Because it, I'm not the I'm not the guy who's supposed to answer all the questions when I sponsor somebody. I'm supposed to be his guide so that him and God, you know, his relationship with God is what's important for me to help him with. And so by helping him, you know, reference things in the big book and discuss them, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help him talk to God about how he should, you know, live with his family, how he should uh, deal with his problems with his family, you know. And those guides are all in the big book. The back to basic doesn't actually go through those chapters because we're just talking about doing the basic things here to get him in the meeting to where he understands what's going on. Do you have to read the big book before you read back to basics or is it both? No, you don't. I don't, I don't think you do in any way, shape or form. It just tells you, uh, just references the big book pages to make it relevant on the steps you're going through. And I think that it's like the first 90 pages of the big book are referencing back to basics. So it's, it's more like, okay, so did you read the first 90 pages of the big book? No. Well, it says on page 89 or it says on page this or that, you know, and, and, and that's why it helps if you have the big book, obviously, you know, and you're working with your sponsor who's, you know, helping you understand what the big book actually talks about. What happens if somebody comes to this session and they don't have a sponsor? We provide them with a sponsor right off the bat mm -hmm. because it talks about it in a back to basic book. It'll say, does anybody here need a temporary sponsor? So you know, we'll have the guys raise their hand if they need a temporary sponsor and we'll assign somebody mm -hmm. or we'll find somebody or we'll be their sponsor. Right. And you have people that already have sponsors that aren't going to this session. Right. They, you know, they, this like a person just goes in without us or with the sponsor, but their sponsor's not going with them. Mostly we try to get their sponsors to come. Yeah. So that if they have questions about it, I have the guys highlighted in the big book. Mm -hmm. We let them keep the books. We have like 10 to 20 books. So we let them keep the books and we give them highlighters. Yeah. And we say highlight things that you really want to understand about or things that you like to talk about. Yeah. And so we'll stop. If we have a small group, we'll stop and we'll make comments on what we're reading, why we're going through it. Yeah. So that people kind of understand what's going on. Yeah. In this book, they also say like your sponsor or your sharing partner. So is the sharing partner kind of like what you're saying? Like it's maybe not their sponsor, but it's somebody that they're discussing their steps with, or is that is yeah. the sponsor the same thing? <clears throat> no, that's, yeah, it's the same thing. Um, if they've been assigned as temporary sponsor or sharing partner, you know, mm -hmm. they've got their phone number, they've, everybody's got the book, so they can yeah. call them up and talk to them about it. So there's just a lot of flex, the door is pretty, oh, pretty wide for someone to come in and 
um, go through the steps or go through back to basics. Right, and the nice thing about it is we ask them to bring their sponsors because we want to see their sponsors go through the steps. Right. You know, what you hear a lot of speakers say, <clears throat> you know, my name is Keith, I'm an alcoholic, mm -hmm. and my sponsor's name is Wally. Mm -hmm. And he's got 50, let's see, how many, he's got 57 years, my, or 47 years. My sponsor's got 47 years. Wow. Right? And so, and I don't talk to him that much, but he'll call me wondering how I'm doing, or I'll call him and say, hey, what's happening, Wally? And his name is Wally. And, uh, oh, I thought you were just saying that because <laughs> the author was Wally P. I thought you were saying that as an example. So like, yeah, no, his I'm name glad is that Wally. you clarified that. <laughs> his name is actually Wally. <laughs> and so I call him, you know, all the time. And, and his brother, uh, who's Lauren, he's got 30 some odd years. So, wow. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Any, any further questions, Kayla? No, I don't. I mean, just talking about back to basics today just gets me energized. To, now I'm thinking, well, maybe I should join the next group that starts the it. Next one. I, I get a lot out of them, out yeah. of group sessions. And um, have you found anybody to kind of pass the baton to, to run one of these? Because you've been in charge of the last few, right, around the area? Yeah, the, the last, the one that we, the one that we did before this one, uh, Aaron was pretty much said we need to have another one, mm -hmm. so we added his house, and he, him, and I were kind of running it together. And then this one we're doing now, we're running it together also. So if he's pretty much, you know, if there's new. If the it, it basically is how many new people do we have in our group? Yeah. You know, and I think more than anything else, is, or if we have new people that come up to Johnstown and they want to get another one going, then that's probably what we'll do. But for right now, we're, we're at the end of this one. It's just, uh, you know, the start of February. So we probably won't have another one until maybe April or May. You know, we usually usually wait and see how many new people we have. We do get a lot of new people that start coming to meetings in February after the holidays. Yeah. They kind of trickle in, right? Mm -hmm. So And the meetings start to grow a little bit where you've got, uh, you know, anywhere from 18 to 25 people in a meeting in February and March. Um, where, where during the summer, you might have eight to 12. Yeah, and people are traveling less during those months. They're home more. So yeah. Attendance is more regular, sure. Yeah, so and then, and then we had, let's see, the last one we had in November. And before that one, we had one uh, in August. So it seems like about every two or three months, we'll... we'll you know, start up another one. And, and that way it gives those people that have been in A a little while too that haven't been through the whole steps. There's one in our group right now who didn't go through all the steps with a sponsor and he's probably been in the A for seven or eight months. You know, And now he's finally getting to go through them and he'll finish up tomorrow when we do our last one on Sunday. And Keith, remind us how many years of sobriety you have? Uh, 1981, October 1st. <laughs> Just tell me those years. 42. We're not doing math on the weekends. It's 42. You know, if you have that app, what's that silly app, you know, that you put on your phone? Oh, so this stuff. Well, I was just thinking like 42 years. Everything of, AA. 42 years of being sober and you're still this involved because I know even at 
you know, the four years that I've been sober, I can get to a place where I'll go to a meeting, you know, a couple times a week, not doing service work as much, and I'm not like doing step work as much. When I was new, there was a lot of willingness and urgency because my ass was on fire and I was scared. And there's that brought me really far having that willingness. And then life starts to get good and it's easy to drift away from the program. So it's just really inspiring to sit with you today and think about like, wow, like my four years is not shit compared to, you know, you have <laughs> over four decades of this and you're still this involved in like, hey, you know, it's, to get 40 something years, you may want to stay involved and not be drifting off in your, in your well, spread. That, that's just an assumption on my sobriety, right? So... Yeah. When you look at somebody that's got a lot of years, you assume they go to lots of meetings all the time and they've, and they've done this for year over year over year. Well, I didn't. I didn't do any of that. Um, I got more involved in it later on in my sobriety. Whereas earlier, um, when I had four years, I started a family, right? And I was probably going to, uh, once a month, I'd go to a meeting. Because I was more involved with my family, my uh, my wife wanted to be more involved in the church, so we got, you know, go to church every Sunday. We take our kids, go to church, raise them in the church, um, and the premise was so that they would know God, right? Not AA, yeah. right? I'm not going to take them to an AA meeting to find God, you know? <laughs> and it wasn't something that, you know, my wife wasn't in Al-Anon. And uh, when we first got together, we we were gonna go. We, I took her to some couples meetings. <laughs> and we went to this one couples meeting in Monroe, Washington, because we were living in Washington at the time. And she had some friends that were in Al-Anon, you know. And so, and I had a couple friends that were in AA that that were married, and I, and she knew who they were. And and so I said, well, they invited us to go to this couples meeting. We go to the couples meeting. We sit down. And uh, all the couples are sitting together. And the discussion came up on something, some marital thing, right? Because it's a couples meeting. Right. And so um, this woman was started accusing her husband of this and that. And, and, and then a couple of women started crying. And my wife was like crying. And it's like, uh, we got done with the meeting. And uh, she goes, I never want to go back to one of those again. <laughs> I go, well, I don't blame you. That was pretty intense in there, you know. We gotta find a couple's meeting. <laughs> no. Maybe I, we need to start a couple's meeting. But I think but but that's just not who my wife is, right? Yeah. That's not who she is. She's a normal uh person who has a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I tell the guys I sponsor with. Find somebody who has a relationship with God. It doesn't matter whether they're in the program or not. It's that's not the point. The point is, you have a relationship that, with somebody that has a relationship with God. And if they don't have a good foundation, you know, in a spiritual life with God, then maybe you should think about somebody else. Because, yeah, I think that's a because good that's, point. Because you're, together, you're going you're gonna to sit down and talk about God and how God's, you know, doing things in your life for you or helping you or trying to help other people because that's what God wants you to do. Well, thank you, Keith, for 
coming on the show and giving us the rundown on Back to Basics. I think there's a lot of people that weren't aware of the Back to Basics book and may be curious to take a peek at it, you know, and who knows, you know, maybe more Back to Basics sessions would pop up. But uh, I think it's a great book for, especially for somebody who has their ass on fire that needs to run through these steps and um, just a great way to kind of refresh your memory and just get back in it, um, at least from my perspective anyways. And I was there at those COVID meetings that you had and I had a friend there and we were trying to get through these steps pretty fast. It's just too bad that COVID kind of uh, ruined the party for all of us there, but uh, hey, everything's open now and I'm glad that uh, you're still um, in this with the, you know, doing the back to basic sessions because you've helped uh, more than a, a few people. So I'm happy about that. So you got any final words for us? Well, you know, like I, I was telling you before the, before we started, you know, yeah. um, that I was keeping notes. I started keeping notes because uh, you had a lot of people saying some, some cool stuff in the meetings. Yeah. And uh, let's see, what's this one I got here? What do I do with my glasses? Oh, here they are. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find my glasses. Uh, <clears throat> so here are some of the notes I put down. It's an inside job here. Uh, you come, f you come for the drinking and you stay for the thinking. I'm an arrested alcoholic that is recovered, not cured. Heard that in a meeting just the other day. And then the other one said, God brought me to AA and AA brought me to God. Put you here every now and then in a meeting. So that's right. I just kind of keep these little notes. They sounded great. And, and, uh, for some of these, it's true for me. So which one of those? Do you like the best? Which one, as of late, anyways? God brought me to AA. Yeah. And AA brought me to God. Yeah. That you know, one is true. Yeah, you have to you have to think about that a little bit. But after you've been sober a while, you can realize that I never would have had God without AA. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that you're 42 years strong. You're still involved, and you're helping us. And Four months and two days. Oh, 42 years, four months, and two days. Yeah. I, I'll make That's sure. that app it. <laughs> you, if you put in your sobriety God, date. I don't even know my Do days, the weekend man. math already. I know. We'll have to put that in on your app. Right. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show, Keith. You've given us so much to think about. And Alfredo, do you want to tell our friends where they can follow us? Sure. You can uh, check out our website at recoveryedgepodcast.com. Um, you know, you can find our Venmo there if you want to help the show. And uh, you can see the archives and everything on just Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you check out your podcasts and our YouTube channel. Recovery Perfect. Edge. What was that again? Recovery Edge. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Pass it along. I will. Right. Thanks a lot, Keith. Thanks, Thanks. a lot.